You're tuned into the It's Real podcast with your hosts, Kayla Callender and Andrew Yagi. Each week, we'll talk about what happens behind the scenes working full-time in real estate and share with you real-life stories, our successes, and failures as we work to help consumers and industry professionals reach their real estate and real-life goals. Here we go. Welcome to episode 32 of the It's Real podcast. I'm Kayla Callender and I'm a mortgage lender. And I'm Andrew Yegi and I'm a real estate agent. Hi, Andrew. How are we doing today? Kayla, we're, we're doing pretty well. Uh, not not quite at our 100% peak. We've had kind of the, the end of last week and into the weekend, kind of some sickness going through the house and mm-hmm. kind of through daycare. So kind of uh, a rocky start to the week, but hey, the sun is shining. It's a beautiful day and uh, and life is good. All you need, right? It's amazing when that sun comes out. Yeah, it, it, it really does help. How are you doing though, Kayla? I'm good. I'm good. You know, we came off like a really foggy, gloomy, it was a warm, like, holiday season and new year. And so I love the reset of what, you know, a new year does. Um, You can feel the vibrations and the energy, but um, we are going hard, you know, and fast into 2024. Um, We're seeing um, things really pick up and I'm excited to see what real estate brings this year. So I, Kayla, I'm really excited too, and I'm optimistic. It's been interesting talking to other agents and, you know, seeing some, you know, even some of the big players out there and, and kind of, you know, the number of homes they've sold. And, and a lot of them were really, they were significantly down, you know, probably yeah. an average 25% like the market um, was as a whole. Um, and so it's interesting to see that, but we're already seeing some momentum. You know, we listed three properties last year. We're going to, or last year, it, it, it felt like only three properties last year at sometimes with this floor that was from time to time, but no, three properties last week. And we'll be putting another on this week and having a lot of great conversations about people and their real estate goals. So I think it's going to be a really great year. Although, you know, I'm seeing right now, as I compare year over year, um, and Kayla, I don't even remember where where are rates at today relative to where they were a year ago. Do you remember right offhand? I don't know right offhand in terms of like January 9th, but I do know that we are we are down. I think they were in the mid sevens or low sevens, but right now we're at right thank you, right around like that six and a half to six point seven five range. Um, you know, what we saw, if you go back, you can kind of oh, you're doing it right now, uh, right to that year ago. We also saw like the fall it was like right after january andy we started to kind of see it pick up into like feb it was like february march it started to tick up so you can kind of see there started to tick into the sevens um so the good news is we're we are still seeing some relief downward um but you know we talked about the bond programs too we've seen a decline in those rates for like north dakota housing so Either way, what what I'm witnessing is people are being more open to the conversations, knowing that, okay, I'm not seeing threes, I'm not seeing fours or fives, but there's like this pent up energy of, I, I really want to have a home. I want a place of my own. And every time I speak to a client, and I think I had 300 clients last year that I had um, discovery calls with. And each time, Andy, I say, you know, why are you looking to purchase a home? What's What's creating this? want of the next step. And almost every single person is just, they're just sick of renting. They're just wanting a place of their own. So I, I tell you that because I feel like in this next year, we're going to see a lot more activity 
as people kind of come to, you know, to acknowledge that rates are still, they're not going to go into the fives anytime soon from what we see. Yeah. And so just looking at that, so it looks like, you know, year over year, you know, we're maybe up a quarter, maybe, you know, a, a little bit more than that. And so I was just going to make the observation that I saw, you know, last year, you know, listing properties the first of the year. I mean, I had some properties that were getting multiple offers, um, yeah. selling over asking price. You know, it was it was crazy uh, and not quite seen at the beginning of this year, you know, being, you know, almost 10 days in to the new year, um, you know, certainly getting looks at properties. Uh, it looks like we have, you know, a third, at least a third more in terms of inventory um, mm -hmm. on the market, maybe a little bit more in some spots. Um, but, you know, homes that are still kind of sitting. So I think just yeah. it, it's going to be interesting to see the, the greater economy. I think a lot of people are squeezed right now, Kayla. Um, yeah, for sure. And just kind of, you know, trying to figure out a, a good path forward. But there will definitely be that demand out there. Well, and even I'm noticing, too, when I've got clients that have a home to sell and they're in contract to purchase, they're sitting a little bit longer. The concern more now is, you know, not if I can find a home, it's will my house sell by the time I'm going to purchase this new home? So I'm even seeing like I've got a contract right now closes end of March. And that's typically we see it 30 days, 45. So we're seeing it push back a little bit more even too. So. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so one of the things that um, you and I had talked about before we went on here was, you know, what are we seeing in 2024 versus, you know, 2023? And you had sent me this really cool piece, this article about what real estate agents, what realtors have been doing for activity. Um, can you share Do you have that graph or do you have like any that in front of you? Are about, you talking the, the social media piece or are you yeah, talking in 2023 stats? About how many realtors sold a home last year? Oh, <laughs> um, that one. Yeah. Let, let me pull that up, Kayla. That That is a good one. So there was, there was a study that was done and it found last year, Kayla, that 49% of real estate agents sold either one home or none at all. Think, so think about that. So, you know, we, we talk oftentimes about how uh, a home or real estate is obviously, especially in the residential context, is one of one of our largest assets for the average family. And here we have, you know, individuals who are trusting that purchase to someone who's maybe done one deal or or certainly less than, than five. I think the average number used to be at 11, but with yeah. the market, how it was, and a lot of people, you know, jumping in when the housing market was hot and no doubt you saw the same thing, you know, with lenders, a lot of people jumping in thinking, hey, I'm going to capitalize on the refi boom and everything else. And now a lot of people, you know, they're, they're leaving in droves um, yeah. just because it, it just doesn't make sense. So to speak. So this was this was really quite quite uh, actually shocking. I I thought that I mean I knew the numbers were low, but I didn't think they were that low. What's right. your take on? I didn't realize they were that low either. You know, I I knew that it was significant, but I didn't realize it was as low as one or none. I thought it'd be like a handful. And the, the fact of the matter is, is when we have the market like we've had. And it's competitive as a lender. It's competitive as a realtor as well. And so it doesn't surprise me that if you're selling one home that you're getting out of the business. And, you know, to clients that are looking to hire realtors, I mean, you have to 
remember that who you hire matters and you want to work with someone that's experienced and knows the market. And so even that's telling for a consumer is, you know, you know, do your due diligence and talk to realtors and find one that has that experience one a year. That's, that's hard. I, I think there are probably some skeptics thinking, okay, there are, you know, you could, you can find a study to support anything, but you know, so just to, you know, give this a little levity, perhaps it says this, you know, this report included 2000 agents in 20 major brokerages, um, you know, and it was a hundred randomly selected agents in four urban areas, Pennsylvania, Orlando, Tucson, and Minneapolis as well. So it does yeah. hit home. Um, to our regions, 49% of agents in those four areas sold either zero homes or only one in the previous year and 70% sold five or fewer homes. The median number of sales was two and more than a third of agents, 37% didn't sell a single home. Man, and you got those, you know, realtor fees that you have to pay annually and that and throw the fees and everything aside, I just look at that. And I think one issue is that, you know, the barriers to entry are not very high, Kayla. And yeah. so uh, it, it just scares me, though, because I, to know that, hey, someone can go in and get a license. They can go buy leads from Zillow or Realtor.com or something and, you know, have an, an unsuspecting uh, individual coming and, and trusting them with this purchase. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's um, shocking, and thank you for sharing it because it's it's just quite eye opening. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I would say it goes the same for lenders too, because again, I mean, there are a few more barriers to entry, but you know, it, it's really important who you work with there as well. Yeah, so, and, you're, and we're seeing people get out of that as well. We've seen quite a handful of people, even in our community, leave the business as well. So, it's sure. I'm curious what 24 will bring, but I think once you're kind of out of it, I, I'm curious if you'll come back. So, sure, but. Um, but Andy, let's talk about, um, 2024, because a lot of individuals are still thinking they're on the sidelines. They're thinking, do I, do I go forward? Do I wait? And the question we always get is, should I buy now or wait? And I think no matter what, um, if you have a goal of owning, um, residential real estate or even commercial, no matter what it is, um, you need to have goals. And I think without having goals, you're just kind of wandering. You don't even know um, what you're aiming for. And so today I want to talk about with you, um, what's, what are some things that a consumer can do going into 2024 having goals if they want to own a home this year? So, yeah, I like that, Caleb. And, and again, like we've talked before and, and, you know, probably, some people think over and over and over again, but it's so important. But those who are truly motivated and have a plan in place are are truly successful. Uh, the cliche saying that says, you know, failing to plan is planning to fail is true for so many things in life, but especially in real estate. And Kayla, that planning, you know, starts number one with who you align yourself with, who your experts are. Again, if it wasn't telling enough, you know, looking at, you know, the article that I just cited on how 49% of agents sold either one home or none. Mm -hmm. If you're aligning yourself with one of those agents, you're probably planning to fail. And, you know, I'm not sitting here trying to, trying to disrespect uh, other agents or, or lenders or, or whoever, but boy, 
you really, you know, you need to set yourself up for success. And, and that number one, again, is having a good team on your side, someone who actually is out in the market, who's listing homes, who's working with buyers. So they know what's going on. They know kind of the mindset, um, you know, what's going on with the consumer on both ends, because it's yeah. it's really going to help you. And the same thing in, in working with a lender and identifying that that strategic piece. Mm-hmm. And I think that step one is, you know, you can't do it on your own. You can't, you know, unless you're paying cash and you want to go unrepresented, I get that. But um, without having the right people on your team to guide you, I mean, the experts, we do this all day, every day. And so it's like, I, I wouldn't um, personally color my own hair. As I always say, you hire the expert because they, they do this day in and day out. So I for sure would say meet with a lender meet with a realtor or multiple and find what they can do for you. Are they educating you? Do they empathize? Do they, do they take the time to make sure that you understand and take a look at their numbers, Google them. I tell people, do you pass the eye test? That's what um, an individual I know says is if I Google Andrew Geggy, what pops up? If I Google mm-hmm. calendar, am I seeing anything at all? Um, get to know the people because that's the first place that the consumer is looking, especially this next generation is Google. So um, do your research and find for sure those two people to be on your side. Absolutely. Love it, Kayla. Um, I think, I, I think another piece or what would be second on my list, Kayla, is especially if you're looking to buy, define your buy box. What does uh, a home look like for you? What does your family look like? Are you, uh, is your family kind of fixed in size? Are you looking to grow your family? Are you working from home or are you in anticipating, you know, some change where it would affect the type of space you need? It was really interesting, Kayla, going into COVID, you know, we kind of went to nineties, two thousands, people really had a desire for huge homes for a lot of space at home. And then slowly that was decreasing as people were like, you know what, this is foolish. We don't need this large uh, of a home. We don't need to go back, you know, to decades prior and and have one automobile and a one-style garage, but, you know, we don't need all of this extra space. And then COVID happened and people started working at home. And so then that's kind of shifting back the other way where, hey, we need more flexible, more workspace, more uh, a space for fitness, a space for maybe a home business. And so looking at things like that, looking at neighborhoods, obviously, if you're living in a community like I live in Fergus Falls, neighborhoods are still a consideration or or certain developments. It's even more important in your market in the Fargo area. Um, You know, sometimes schools come into play. I know I've worked with a lot of buyers where depending on where they're at, you know, the the schools will be a factor. Obviously in our area, lakes, um, you know, come into play as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you say that buy box because if you don't have a plan, then, then what are you aiming for? And the, the fact of the matter is you don't want to spend all this money and, you know, invest in something and then be unhappy with the result because you didn't plan for it and you didn't look at neighborhoods. So um, you could sum it up and say, do your research and and find what what are your your needs? What are your wants and what are your non-negotiables? I love um, it. I like that, Andy. Um, I'll add to that is, you know, are you in a lease? Are you renting? Like, do you have to be out by a certain date? Um, are you spending more if you go month to month? Um, what does that look like? Do you have a house to sell where you have equity? And what I would say is look at your current situation and find out your timeline. What does your timeline look like? Um, because that's where your budget is going to come in. You know, if I've got some clients that are buying in a year, so they have a year to save up. So find your timeline and really dial in your, your budget per month. Um, 
one thing a lot of clients do is they'll just write out what their monthly bills are or they'll analyze what they spend in rent and they'll say, okay, if I'm comfortable spending, you know, 2,500 in rent, you know, they think about what's an extra thousand. And I'll even have like a husband and wife that will say, well, an extra thousand is 500 more each. You know, they kind of break it down or break it down per week. Um, Mm -hmm. But one of the, the tips that I have is get detailed on what you can afford per month because we'll see people get approved, Andy. And we've had a lot of people, uh, my team and I, where they get approved and it's nowhere near what, you know, they thought they'd get approved for. They're looking at like a thousand dollar a month range. And then when you tell them what that looks like in a price, when you break that down, it's shocking to them. So, you know, that's where having your team of lender and, and realtor and really dialing into your monthly budget. What are you comfortable with? Because that's going to determine what you can afford in a purchase price. Absolutely. Um, any other tips that you have, Andy, or anything else that someone can do in 2024 to just take that next step and plan? Yeah. So obviously financial awareness, Kayla. So you, you talk about the budget and so we'll go, you know, a step deeper and, and, you know, just knowing not only what your budget looks like, but also, Hey, what's my credit looking like? Um, You know, it's always crazy to me and and maybe more so to you, um, you know, just looking at how, you know, the, the lack of financial savvy or even ignorance surrounding it and that, hey, I, I have no idea what my credit score is. Oh boy, I didn't realize that I had this old bad debt that was hanging out there. Or even, I always tell people, hey, we want to have that financial plan in place before we start looking at homes because I've had buyers that all of a sudden they have, you know, some old financial gremlins that are dragging them down or even some inaccurate information on their credit report. So I think having having that that savvy is really important that, that goes and extends beyond the budget. I love that you say that, Andy. I had a client this last week and I said, oh, it looks like you've got four credit cards. And she said, no, I was on my mom's, but I'm not anymore. Well, she didn't realize she wasn't off of them. The good thing is her mom was spending, you know, and paying the bills. But had she not been, it would have impacted this client as an authorized signer. So just having a credit check, just knowing what does your x-ray really look like of your credit. Um, I love that you say that because so many people don't know or they're surprised. Um, Also, to add to that, I'll have a client that will say, hey, hey, Kayla, I'm not ready to get pre-approved, pre-qualified yet, but can you run a payment for me? Well, Andy, even when we show like those North Dakota housing rates from 5.75 to mid eights, 3% in an interest rate can be a game changer. It's a huge swing. So when you're quoting a rate and it's $500 off, I mean, that's the reason I I bring that up is it's important to meet with the right people that can look at your credit, that can can determine what programs you qualify for and, and what your out of pocket is on closing day because that all comes in together and it's all customized. So the financial analysis piece, getting to know that is meet with a lender who can do that or a financial advisor as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Kayla, I think another important point when goal setting, especially as we're looking for residential real estate, is if you're buying with someone else, whether it's a spouse, a, a partner, you know, maybe you're buying with some friends, what, whatever it looks like, is to make sure that we're on the same page and that we're shopping for the same property. So kind of going back to, you know, sitting down and kind of figuring out uh, a collective budget, kind of the same, like, hey, let's sit down. And and oftentimes what I'll do if we're able is, you know, to get buyers to come into my office and we will sit 
and make sure that we're really shopping for the same house because there have been many times where we've been out looking for homes and it becomes evident that the husband's shopping for one yeah. house and the wife is shopping for something else. Yeah. And we're spinning our wheels and we're not getting anywhere. And it's just a really all around frustrating situation for everybody. Mm -hmm. I love that. I think that that is a big miss sometimes is, you know, make sure that you're on the same page, even for your budget. Um, it's funny you say that uh, this morning, the girl goes, I, I'm comfortable with that. I'm okay, but I don't know if my husband is. So and I'm like, well, you better talk because if you're not comfortable, then then you might not want to spend the time to go look in, in that range. So I love that. So being on the same page with what you want in a home as well as financially. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. I love that. I love those tips. And hopefully um, these tips can help people just take that next step, just to kind of get the brain moving because um, it's at least a step forward to home ownership and getting out of that rent and that, that feeling of, I don't have my, something of my own. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Andy, is there anything else that you want to leave with our audience today? Yeah, I would just say, just as always, if we can ever be a resource, reach out. Like if, if you know, buying a home is overwhelming, the emotions, you know, the the detail, the the roadblocks. We just had a client that uh, in our office, someone's buying a home and, you know, found out that uh, the seller of the property just, you know, passed away this week. So that's going to throw a wrench kind of in, into their plans. But so that's why it's important, you know, to have an expert on your side, you know, someone to be there to, you know, manage everything from start to finish. Um, so again, like I said, if we can ever be a resource, please reach out. We'd love to visit and help you reach your real estate goals in 2024. I love it. I And I'll add to Andy, it's, that's the thing is we're here to help whether, you know, you're purchasing or you're selling, or you just want to talk with somebody. It's not scary. And we, we don't charge for a conversation, you know? So, um, if, if you want to take that next step, we're here to help in any way. So. Awesome. Well, Kayla, thanks for taking the time to, to connect and thanks for everyone for watching this week. We'll see you next time, Andrew. See ya.